Okay, this is going to be a straight up rallying cry, my friends, because I have emerged from the studio over the last couple of weeks and I've come out here in the world to try to bring reason, evidence and arguments to essential cultural and political issues. And it is bad out here. It is brutal out here to try and get a message across in a peaceful, positive, engaging and enjoyable way. The violence, the deplatforming, the hysteria, the verbal abuse, the slander, it is absolutely astonishing to see just how much opposition there is from the anti-rational left to anyone who wants to bring an argument against the falsehoods and the hysteria that they put forward. It is just astonishing. And I am like every reasonable, decent, peaceful human being. I am trying with all of my might and all of my rhetoric and all of my energy and efforts to stop the war that is coming. This feral escalation of abuse and violence and threats and deplatforming is going to escalate into war. History is very clear on this point. And I don't know if the left knows how much it's going to escalate. I don't know if they want it. I don't know what the hell is going on. But I'm telling you, it's coming. Unless we keep free speech alive, unless we agree to stop using threats and violence, verbal abuse, hysteria, calling people far-right Nazis, literally Hitlers, unless we can cool that rhetoric, we are going to end up with bayonets pointed at each other's hearts. And we need to prevent that as much as humanly possible. We need to prevent that kind of escalation. It, I got a question in one of the Q&As in Australia that really struck me. In, in so many different ways and on so many different levels. Somebody came up and said to Lauren and me, where do you get your courage from? Where do you get your courage from? Well, I'll tell you. We get our courage from you. From you. If you're not with us, if you're not helping us, if you're not sharing what we do, if you're not supporting us, if you're not helping us out financially, we can't do what we do. We may be the most visible symbol of a larger movement for peace and reason, but don't mistake us for the movement. The movement is you. The movement is you. We may have a certain amount of eloquence and we may have a certain amount of charisma. We may be up there in front of crowds, but we are merely a reflection of your commitment to peace and reason and virtue. And I want to make that really, really clear. We're all in this together. And I want you to distance yourself and say, well, they're off doing something and therefore, I'm not really part of it. You are part of it. I'm telling you, you are part of it in your personal conversations. You are part of it in what you create, in what you share, in what you talk about, in how deeply you dig in your heels to push back the encroaching mob and horde of mindless violence that the left seems to want to unleash on the failing remnants of civilization. You are part of everything that goes on in the struggle to save what feels like sometimes a truly dying West. And seeing that vividly, seeing that powerfully, it's one thing if you get mean comments. It's another thing if you get mean typing. But it is quite another thing, my friends, let me tell you, it is quite another thing to stand outside a venue full of peaceful, enthusiastic, happy people who want to reason together and see the orc-like claws of the feral left trying to disassemble buses with human beings inside, trying to tip over buses with human beings inside who simply want to come and hear rational arguments, having them hurl things at window, sh uh, window shields of buses. It is absolutely astonishing 
to see the feral power of the headless mob attempting to disassemble a peaceful assembly. It is powerful stuff. And once you see that with your own two eyes, and once you process that with your heart and your mind and your soul, you cannot go back to mere complacency. And that is what we have seen. And we have seen amazing amounts of hysteria coming from the mainstream media, calling us all sorts of absolutely reprehensive, reprehensible and horrifying names and labels designed to get the feral mob to target us. Uh, it is uh, an absolutely astonishing thing to see. It's one thing if, you know, you're home and then they write articles and it's like, well, that's not true and so on. But it's another thing when you see the demonic mob that their language summons and points at you and when you have to go everywhere in a country surrounded by bodyguards. It's an absolutely astonishing thing that you are not free to move about a country, that you are not free to engage with the population, that you're not free to have conversations with the locals without people of large size, stature and skill surrounding you to protect you from any assembly or individual of a feral mob that might decide to do you one. Uh, it is absolutely an astonishing phenomenon to witness, to be aware of, to stare that eye of the beast directly. I really, really want you to be aware of that because, I mean, we all kind of know this deep down. I knew it deep, de deep down. I'd seen people experience this kind of stuff, but to actually have it pointed directly at you is truly an astonishing thing, you know. I was aware every moment that I was out in public, I was aware that somebody may recognize me, that a feral mob may gather. Of course, social media, they can all triangulate on your position right away. And in talking about the venues and what was happening with the security guards and the experts, the amount of contingency that was necessary for a violent mob to break into what we were doing is absolutely astonishing. At one point, they even had an exit by boat planned just in case we were overwhelmed. This is what it is like to go out and speak in the world about important ideas. This is what it is like. It requires bodyguards to speak the truth these days. That is a horrifying situation. But I'll tell you this. This kind of opposition has deeply and fundamentally strengthened my resolve to push on to go further, to speak more clearly, to speak more passionately, and to reach more people. Because having seen this kind of aggression, this kind of violence, this hysterical verbal abuse, having seen this directly and seen the effects of it directly has only stiffened my spine and strengthened my resolve to do everything that I can to save the peace and reason of the West. Now, to do that, I need you. There is no individual in this movement. There are those with different skill sets. I have a particular verbal skill set, a public speaking skill set, a reasoning skill set that I am happy to use and overjoyed to use in my devotion to peace and reason and discourse. But you have your part to play as well. So I'm going to remind you of that. I'm going to ask for your help. You can provide the help to anyone you think is the most effective at bringing this message to the world. But I am going to ask for your help very clearly and very directly. Having seen what we're up against, I now recognize how many resources we need to bring to bear on this growing demonic mob. And so you can 
help me out. You can like, subscribe, and share. You can talk about these ideas with people in your life. And don't back down. Don't back down. Say it clear. Say it strong. Say it proud. What it is that you believe in and how opposed you are to the substitution of violence for recent discourse. Do not back down. I'm not backing down. I'm, in fact, going to go even further. This has propelled me to go more deeply and more passionately and more powerfully into my engagement and conversation with the world. Do not falter this cause. Do not fail what is necessary. Because when we fail, if we were to fail, I don't think we will, but if we were to fail, the regret that we would experience when we see the tide of collectivism, anti-rationality and violence sweeping over the remnants of a formerly great civilization, the amount of regret that we would feel, the amount of self-contempt and not downright self-hatred that we would feel, should we fail, is worse than any difficulty we have in striving to succeed. Recognize that on the other side of failure is self-contempt, self-hatred, and possibly incarceration or death itself. That's what happens when the left gains power. Avoiding that is worth any personal price in the here and now. So I implore you, I beg you, I encourage you, I exhort you, Speak reasonably, speak peacefully, speak forcefully, do not back down. And please, help me in what I'm doing. There's so many different ways that you can help. You can support me. We lost a venue. Hundreds and hundreds of people who had come a long way and were very passionate to hear this conversation, to engage in what... Lauren and I were going to discuss. We lost the venue, and that's costly. It's very expensive. And I need your help. I'll be perfectly frank. I need your help. If you could, please, go to freedomainradio.com slash donate to help out what is necessary and what has arisen from this aggression. I would really, really appreciate it. freedomainradio.com slash donate. If you've got a PayPal account, it's nice and easy. You've got a Visa, got a MasterCard, got a bank card, nice and easy. You can set up recurring donations, which really help me to plan expenditures in the future. You can take Bitcoin, other altcoins. Really, really appreciate what is necessary for this movement to succeed. We know that the enemy is well-funded, and we also know some mechanisms by which they're well-funded, and we need to have the resources to do what is necessary to stave off this oncoming disaster. So please, I implore you, help me out. Freedomainradio.com slash donate. And take heart. Take heart. I was quoted mockingly in the press when I said that there were some potential successes that come out of the cancellation of the speech in New Zealand. The messages that we've been getting, the comments that I've been seeing, from people in New Zealand who are shocked and appalled at the stance that the Prime Minister has taken against us, that the other government officials have taken against us. Well, the Prime Minister was head of a youth socialist organization not a decade ago, so that's what you get. It has woken up people to what is going on in this part of the world. We have seen that in Australia. We've seen that in New Zealand. The purpose is to get people to ask questions. The purpose is to get people to break out of their conditioning. The purpose is to get people to start thinking by any means necessary without violence. 
That we have achieved, but it has been very costly. So once again, I encourage you to fight. I ask for your support. And I thank you for everything you have done that has got me here.